Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, girly. I pray you are doing amazing with whatever you're doing right now and you're having an amazing day. I'm hype right now, okay? You know how after you have like a good cry and then you done crying and you just all of a sudden feel unstoppable? That's what I'm feeling right now. Superhuman, super unstoppable, ready to go couple housekeeping announcements I have for you all before we come like get right into this episode which I'm so excited for is that if you did not listen to that last episode about polishing your presence and becoming more polished as a woman I highly encourage you to go listen to that last episode it was super fun for me to record and I got a lot of positive feedback on that episode also visit the website because child I'm paying for this website so please visit the website I don't care if you go and click on it and just look at it every time you open up this podcast Visit the website, download your 20 rules for self-improvement. It is completely free. You can also send that to a friend so they can download it and give that to your mom, whoever, your sister, your friend, your whoever. I don't, I don't know, whoever. <laughs> um, also, there is a prayer request tab on my website if you have any prayer requests. And I also will link down the email is contact at faithfullyfeminine.com for any advice that you may need that we can go over on the podcast or anything, anything you want to talk about. Um, and of course, follow my sh- socials, Imani underscore Bailey. It's literally like that all around. Now for my YouTube girlies, I know I've literally just been posting audios of the podcast and I'm glad I didn't promise y'all video because I am looking straight crazy and it's giving audio. Like it really is giving audio. And I've been trying so hard to be this video podcaster. And I just, I feel like I'm not there yet. I don't think it's me. Like, I really don't think it's me. I feel like y'all see my face everywhere. Y'all see my face on TikTok. Y'all see my face on Instagram. Y'all see my face on YouTube shorts. Like, do you really need a video of me talking into the podcast mic? Do you really need that? I I don't know. I feel like y'all don't. (laughs) I feel feel like y'all don't. (laughs) But honestly and truly, like, the video one that I did post did a lot better than just the audio ones that I posted on YouTube. So maybe that's why people do video. But, uh, I mean, I don't know. This episode I am super excited about and I know the girlies have talked about like different hobbies. Some girlies don't even have hobbies and it's so important to me as a woman or just period. It's so important to have a hobby. Life is stressful. We can all agree that life be lifing. Life will get you down when you fail, you may feel down, you may feel depressed, you may feel anxious or whatever. There's always going to be problems that arise throughout life. And it's important to have an outlet that not necessarily is like, oh my gosh, I have to only do things that make me money. I can't, can y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about? Like when people are like, I can only do things that make me money. If it doesn't make me money, I don't need to be doing it. Those are the most loneliest and sad people ever. You have to have outlets and doing stuff that you enjoy, and it does not have to necessarily make you money. These are called hobbies. And I've realized since I moved to Washington, D.C., that people here do not have hobbies. They don't have identities outside of their work, some people. And I find it very odd, very much weird. And it helped me curate this episode right here. 
So I have a list of 40 hobbies to try when you are bored, tired of doing the same thing, or just things you want to experience, want to try out. Sometimes hanging out with friends can be boring when you're always going to a restaurant. It's like, okay, what are we going to do? We're going to eat. We're going to go out for drinks. And then by the time you know it, you and your friends have like went out for drinks to like 40 different restaurants and y'all didn't even try anything different. So this is for you. This is also for my girlies that want to go on different types of dates. I always like, I love me a different type of date. I do like a dinner because you know, the girlies like to be fed very much, but I also love activities and I'm not necessarily telling you that you need to tell the person that you're dating that you want to do these things, but you can hint at it. There's always a cute way you can hint at what you want to do and he can pick up what you were putting down. So I use these things as some of them are hobbies. Some of them are just something to do with my friends. Some, some of them are dates that I went on. And most of these are feminine hobbies, but honestly, anyone can do anything when it's pertaining to a hobby. Feminine hobbies do help you tap into your feminine energy and you might not be able to spend a lot of time in your feminine energy depending on what you are doing in your day-to-day. And I know that life is about balance. When you're going to work, you have to operate and sometimes your masculinity and sometimes it can also be hard shutting that off when you're constantly, especially if you're like in a director position or in a managerial position it can be hard shutting that off so doing some of these things can help as an outlet so 40 things to try number one I have down adult ballet now if you are in DC the Washington School of Ballet hosts classes there's also a, a whole bunch of ballet companies it's just that the Washington School of Ballet is like like the main one now especially when I was in Georgia, I know a lot of municipals in Georgia. If you are close to like a downtown, doesn't even have to be downtown Atlanta. You can be a downtown, like I'm, I'm a Gwinnett girly. So like a Norcross or anything, wherever you live, there's always a ballet company that hosts adult ballet classes. You are never too old to do ballet. I don't care what size you are. I don't care how tall you are, how short you are, how old you are. You are never too late to try adult ballet. Second to that is dancing classes now you can try like a samba dancing you could dance bachata or just find any type of dancing class near you a west african dancing class i've done before and that was first of all that was a lot of cardio let's start there secondly and it was super fun Third on the list, I have pottery. I did this as a sister date with my line sister. We did a private pottery making class, and this was super fun. Not only did we learn how to make pottery, but we got to keep our own glassware. And although mine was a little ugly, well, one of mine was a little ugly, I was just like, you know what? I can get better at this. <laughs> I can get better at this. This is also a wonderful date idea. Number four is floral arrangement. This is something that I've been getting into lately, and it just, oh my gosh, it brightens my mood. Something about having fresh flowers in my space brightens up my entire space. It makes my place smell good, and it makes me feel good. So I have gone to Trader Joe's because I live close to a Trader Joe's and I typically buy an assortment of flowers and I play around with different vases. I probably house, let me see, I'm looking at my place right now. I have one, two, three, 
four different bases in my place. I have a bouquet at my front entrance, a bouquet in my living room, a bouquet in my kitchen, and one on my coffee table. <laughs> and I like to play around with different types of flowers and fillers and everything. And I frequently refill them like once a week. And whichever ones die off, you know, I just replace those and vice versa, whatever. But that is a super fun thing to try. And you can also do that with your friends. Get some wine, have y'all put in, and everybody bring like some Trader Joe's flowers and go and have at it. Number five is doing anything holiday-wise. So my friend Kayla and I, I decided to host a pumpkin painting at my place. I'm pretty sure you all saw it on TikTok. And that was something for like Halloween theme, of course. We had wings, we had wine, we even had tequila. <laughs> like what? We had wings and wine tequila and we painted pumpkins and we got our inspirations off of Pinterest and so that was super fun I think because we're in November you can do something like reef making with your friends in December um, or order ornament making or you can even do like a cocktail competition and have it holiday style so anything holiday wise that can be super fun number six I did have reef making on there so I saw that on Housewives of New York, and y'all, I'm so sorry. If y'all hear Morocco playing with his bone in the background, like, I'm just happy the dog is not wanting to be in my lap. So if you hear a little cackling noise, that's my son, my miniature poodle, in the back, <laughs> making, making riffraff. Um, but number seven, child, I had to get him to stop because I, I'm hearing it in the feedback of the podcast, y'all. I do apologize. But... I also have for number seven, roasting marshmallows. So if you live in an apartment or you can get to like a fire pit, go outside, invite some friends, do some hot chocolate, roast marshmallows. That's more of an activity, not a hobby. Some of these are activities, some of these are hobbies. And when I had made the list, I was like, oh, snap. I, <laughs> I didn't separate the two. And I was just like, you know what? We just, we gonna go ahead with it. Number eight drink making competition. Now this is an activity, but the hobby to this can be mixology. Now bartending and becoming a mixologist, there is an art to that. That is creativity. It is like, oh my goodness, uber creativity. You can do a drink making competition with your friends, have it holiday themed, have it Thanksgiving themed, have it whatever theme you want. I did see one on TikTok where girls came together and they made drinks that described their ex Oh my goodness. I thought that was the funniest little thing and it was super creative. Number nine is fencing. This is something that I'm actually looking into outside of the adult ballet. I did find a fencing place in um, Virginia. So yeah, stay tuned with that. But I have fencing down. I just watched Parent Trap not too long ago and it dawned on me. I was like, you know what? I've never tried fencing. This might be something I could get into. And it's physical activity. Number 10 is circus school. Now, my friend I had met, she had mentioned this. If you have a circus school near you, this will be amazing to do. They usually have a ton of events that you can sign up for and it can become a hobby. Like, like, what about your fun fact being your two truths and a lie and your um, one of your truths is like, I know how to, do they call it tightrope walk? What is it called? Tightrope? Y'all know what I'm talking about? They walk on a little rope. What if that becomes your hobby and that's your fun fact? There you go. You always have something to talk about. <laughs> and number 11, I put trapeze. 
Now, this can be found in one of the circus schools, but some places do trapeze by itself. And I saw this and I was like, oh my gosh, I want to try a trapeze class if you're not afraid of heights. I think this would be something to like, just try, just do it. Like if you do it once, you can make it a hobby or if you don't like it, you don't like it, but you tried it. Number 10, oh, I'm sorry. Number 12 is pole dancing. This is something that I got into when I was in Atlanta. Pole dancing, oh my gosh. I'm so mad that I had stopped. I haven't found a pole dancing um, studio here that like really entices me to go. But pole dancing is amazing for the body. Oh my goodness, it will help with your upper body strength. It will also help with your confidence, your sensuality. I remember going to my classes. There were a lot of women who have just had babies Babies. I know one woman is talking like, I'm just now getting comfortable with, you know, seeing my body. My body has changed so much and my husband has paid for my pole dancing classes and it's helped, you know, it's helped me out tremendously. So pole dancing is a huge thing. Next to pole dancing at number 13, I have aerial silk dancing. Now aerial silk class are like the silks that you think that hang, like that hang from the actual rafters of like a ceiling. And you, you see the silk girls, like they're on the silks and they're kind of like wrapped up in them and they have these like free flowing movements. I did one of those classes and let me tell you, oh my gosh, it's a lot harder than it may seem, but super, super fun. And also that is fitness and it will help with your upper body strength and your core strength. Number 14, I have Lyra. Now Lyra is a I don't want to say a dance, but I, I guess it's dance, almost like pole dancing and aerial silk. It is a think of it as a metal hula hoop that hangs from the ceiling. And it is is that vertical or horizontal? <laughs> vertical. Yeah, it's a, it's like vertical. It's like hanging almost. Yeah, hanging from the ceiling as a metal hoop vertical. And you do like sexy dance moves within the hoop on top of the hoop from the side of the hoop. And it really takes a lot of core strength and upper body strength to do so. Number 15, I have roller skating. I, in college, knew a girl. She joined a roller skating like group, and she ended up losing 40 pounds from doing competition roller skating. She ended up getting like, like really good. I mean like roll bounce, ATL good. And you can find a huge hobby in roller skating. It is an amazing workout, and you can also find friends by doing this, and y'all are like meeting up and practicing. Number 16, after roller skating, of course, I have ice skating. Ice skating is an amazing hobby. I've never been much of an ice skater. I feel like the ice skates really like hurt my feet because I have flat feet, but it does teach you to be graceful and to be to have perseverance because ice skating is not easy. Well, none of this is necessarily easy. Number 17 is something that I have and I have down like museums and visit, visiting historic sites and reading about them. I mean, in the United States, there are so many historic historical sites, no matter where you live or really within the world. And so you can make a hobby out of visiting museums, going to different historical sites, reading up on the history. And not only will this be something to do, it will make you well versed in history and you will always have talking points to talk about. You, you never know who you might meet. Number 18 is trivia nights at a restaurant or home or even at these museums. Some museums actually host trivia nights, believe it or not. And I did not know this a thing until I moved to Washington, D.C. But people take trivia nights very seriously. Like they go to different bars and museums and they take part in trivia 
And when you become good at trivia, that means that you converse with different people, you try out different things, and you're able to know these answers. Because some trivia, I'm like, how do y'all know these things? This trivia is hard. I didn't think a trivia is supposed to be about like music and stuff. It'd be like about everyday life. I remember I went to a trivia place and they had like fun facts about Febreze. Like what in the world? But anyway, number 19 is board games. I know I did a thing with my friends where we had created our own board game and that is super fun. It takes creativity. It takes crayons and colors and just being your authentic self. You can play these board games with your friends. You can pay them with a significant other and maybe do like a board game where you can get to know somebody else and you might bust that out when you start dating a man. You never know. Like <laughs> Number 20 is something that I've been doing a lot of when I need to relax and that is coloring. Um, can we pause? I know I like I might get off on a little tangent, but do you know they don't make crayons like they used to anymore? Crayons and color pencils. I had went and I bought I it was like when I had got diagnosed with it, like severe anxiety. And I was like, okay, I need to color and stuff to like ease my mind and help me relax. I went, I bought a ton of adult coloring books. Honestly, this can be really cheap. I went to the dollar store and I also went to Target. The dollar store had a lot of coloring books, y'all. Went to dollar store. I went to Target because I don't do cheap crayons. Now, I might be a little cheap when it comes to color books, but I need Crayola. And I don't know if y'all remember back in the day, like, Rosar. I hated Rosar. I feel like if you were the girl who had Rosar, like, I was just beefing with you because why did you have Rosar? But anyway... Crayola doesn't color the same because apparently they had us coloring with crayons when we were little with, um, what's it called? Asbestos? Asbestos? Y'all know what I'm talking about? Yeah, so apparently they done, they done took the lead and asbestos, asbestos, <laughs> I can't even talk. They done took the lead and asbestos out of the crayons and they don't color the same. I mean, they still work, but just in case you get into coloring, you're like, why the, cray why the Crayolas? I had went into a huge tangent and investigation about this because I was like, they're not coloring the same. Like the color is not coming out how it used to. But anyway, coloring is on my list and that's something that I actively participate in when I need to wind down. And also, if you have trouble sleeping, I highly recommend getting off your phone, stop looking at screens, stop looking at TV, and just going to get a coloring book and starting to color right before you go to bed. Number 21 is watercolor and that is the date that I had went on and from me going on that watercoloring day, I decided to purchase my own watercoloring set and that is something else that really helps me relax. I never knew how peaceful watercoloring could be. So yeah, this can also be a different hobby for you to try watercoloring and it also could be a friend date or a romantic date. Number 22 is something I also enjoy doing too, and that's playing with animals. Even if you don't have an animal, I think there is an app too. You can sign up for WAG, and there's another app to where you can sign up and play with people's animals. You can watch people's animals. You can walk people's dogs if you want to, and... There is studies that show that playing with an animal, playing with a dog, playing with a cat, or even playing with your child, if you have like a small infant, that brings joy. It helps reduce stress. And it just, it reminds you of being childlike in a sense. I, when I play, like I recently got a dog and I do need to update y'all and talk to y'all about that. But I recently got him. Well, God gave me him. I truly believe. 
and he has helped so much. He's my emotional support dog. And I find myself, if I'm riled up or super stressful, I will literally just play with him and I feel really great. So playing with animals is number 22. Also, if you're in college, you need to see about whenever you have your finals. A lot of college campuses, I know in the United States, we would always have puppy days when we had our finals because pup playing with puppies and petting puppies help reduce stress. Another thing, number 23, is DIY art, um, wall art. So I had did like done two pieces of wall art that I have in my house, and it was super fun for me to do. And whenever someone comes over and they're like, oh, where'd you get this? And I'm like, this is an original piece. So it's always cool to do DIY art, wall art, and it actually can be cheaper for you because wall art runs pretty expensive. Number 24 is something I used to do when I was little, don't really do too much of it anymore. And this is scrapbooking. Scrapbooking is an amazing way to hold on to memories. It might be a little harder now because back when I was little, you know, we still had Kodak cameras. You would go get the photos developed. You would have the negatives. You would cut them out and do scrapbooking. Now everything's so digital. So you can really just get like a USB drive, put them on there, put them in a Dropbox, and then go print them out. And you would have the, you can have these scrapbooks for your children to see, your grandchildren to see, your parents to see, especially if you're like, getting married or anything I do think wedding scrapbooks are still like super beautiful you can do it yourself instead of paying somebody and it will actually take you a while so it gets you to stop focusing on your problems that you might be going through number 25 is cooking Cooking is an amazing hobby, although I don't like to cook. Cooking is something that step by step I I do feel like everyone can cook I don't when people say I can't cook I hear I can't follow directions I understand people be like, I can't cook. Like, I don't have recipes at the top of my head or I don't have, like, my grandmama's old recipe. Just put a pinch of this. But if you could follow directions and read, you can cook. And cooking is a great feminine hobby that you can partake in. Number 26 is sewing. Now, I have tried this and I have given up on it, child. It was not for me. But sewing might be for somebody. <laughs> Number 27 is knitting. Knitting is not just for older women. There are a ton of knitting clubs. And even if you find a knitting club with older women, you can learn a lot of wisdom for people who have lived longer on this earth than you have. Number 28 is crocheting. Also, almost like knitting, but a heck of a lot easier, in my opinion. You can make scarves and blankets and all types of stuff. And you can also sell these stuff on Etsy if you want to make a profit um, from your hobby. But if not, it will also help with relaxation. Number 29, I have hair coloring on here. If you are a woman that owns wigs and units and U parts and you want to try different things, hair coloring is a art. It is not easy to hair color. As you can see in these inflation rates, these hairstylists are charging. The current unit I have in my head that the girlies love and they're eating up on TikToks I had paid $185 for the stylist to color this hair. Now, next time, will I do that? Heck no. I'm going to learn how to color some hair myself. <laughs> Number 30 is nail art. This is like, I've, I've always been a nail girly. I've said it's certain things in life that I don't skimp on. I could have $5 in my bank account and my nail somehow going to be done. Nail, nail art is creative art. And you can also invest in doing your own nails, especially if times are hard. Number 31 is drawing, just simply drawing. You can have like pastel oils. I'm not too good of a drawing curly, but I've definitely tried it. 
Number 32 is jewelry making. Making jewelry and pieces that you can wear. You can also make pieces for your friends. And this can also be a good gift-giving thing of something from the heart, especially if, you know, your finances are always having to buy things um, is, like, starting to add up. If you have a little hobby or jewelry making on the side, it don't, it don't cost a thing to make make some little bracelets now. Number 33 is photography. Photography is never going to be a lost art. We're always going to need photographers. There's a lot of photographers. Photographers? That is a word, right? <laughs> Jesus. Well, what? Photo- whatever. Okay. I'm just drawing a blank right now. Like, what is going on? We're always going to need photography. There's a lot that goes into photography. There's the lighting, there's the lens, there's the cameras, there's the different shooting settings. And learning about photography can really help. You can do like landscape photography. You can do photography with animals, all types of different photography. There's always a place, food photography. And you might not know, trying these hobbies can actually become another stream of income, but you shouldn't want to start out thinking that way, right? Number 34 can be writing. You can try out writing poems. Even I'm not really a poetic person, but writing, journaling, writing poems. Number 35, gardening. You can garden and then like get pretty good, start making your own herbs, like growing your own mint, growing your own lavender, growing your own thyme, growing your own rosemary utilizing the earth that God has given us to feed yourself, or even if it is to garden and um, plant some flowers. And in that way, look, you cut the flowers, you can do your floor arrangement. Girl, you look how, look how I'm giving you a two for one special. (laughs) Number 36 is one of my favorites. And that is baking. I had to lay off the bacon for a little bit because one thing about me, I was eating everything I was baking, but you can bake and then give them away. Um, give them to your neighbors or well, I don't even know if schools take like baked goods that aren't prepackaged anymore, but I don't, you know, folks done got a little crazy, but give them to like trusted people, your family, your friends and stuff like that. 37 is crafting. There's different types of like, if you just go to the craft store, you can even get like crafting kits and just try different things. You can try sand art. Um, fun fact, when I was, <laughs> when I was little and I had went to the boys and girls club, shout out to the boys and girls club. I had got a sand art from my favorite art teacher and my art was featured in a museum in Atlanta. So I did it like a, like a sand art. It was like fishes and stuff. And the sand art was beautiful. You know what? I should, what a great traumatic memory for me. That's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. Um, and then 38 is reading. That is a great hobby. I talked about reading in the last podcast. It can help with your vocabulary. It can help with your spelling. It can help with whatever you're reading about, learning, or even just to escape from reality for just a short time. Number 39 is calligraphy. If you have a good handwriting and people are like, oh my gosh, your handwriting is beautiful, or even just learning calligraphy, you can help with like announcements and thank you uh, cards and invitations and all types of stuff. And number 40, my last one I have on here is horseback riding. Now, I'm not a horseback riding girly, but I've been binge watching Yellowstone and something about like horses are just such beautiful animals. And so, yeah, you can become like an equestrian. You could do that. Or you can just horseback ride. 
So I really hope you enjoyed this episode. This was totally different episodes from what we are usually talking about, but there are a ton of things out there for you to try as a hobby, for you to do with your friends when you are bored, do by yourself as a solo date, do with a romantic partner. And you know what? You might run into a different stream of income, but don't always going go into things thinking that you need to make money for them. We have to escape sometimes. I don't even want to say the word escape, but we have to deal with everyday life stressors and how you decide to deal with that will ultimately show up in the fruit that you bear. So when you are experiencing stress or grief or anger or anything in between, you want to make sure that you have a healthy outlet, not just drinking, not smoking not just I'm gonna sleep but you want to make sure that you are doing something to help take your mind ease your mind and relax your soul and I will see you in the next episode